Hello. Welcome back to the Bible Study Girl podcast. This is Sarita. You may know me as Bible Study Girl. And with his open arm embrace of a welcome to you guys was none other than the executive producer of this podcast, Bible Study Brother. Hello, it is I, Bible Study Brother, also known as Icarus Gray over at Gray Area Anime. This is the most wonderful podcast of your day. My new single, Energy, is out now. Go listen to it. Oh, throwing some extra energy our way. Yes. I can dig it. Um, <laughs> we are continuing down our journey of blogs that I wrote on the BibleStudyGirl.com website. Um, very fun recap walk down memory lane. And it's also a chance for me to give you guys some updated perspective that I have um, since I wrote those blogs. Currently, we're pretty much three years behind all the blogs we're talking about were written about three years ago. And so you guys get to see um, my growth as a woman, as a Christian, um, just as a person in general. And today's blog that we are going to be recapping is called Going and Growing. Where can you find this blog, you ask? Head over to BibleStudyGirl.com. You can touch the magnifying glass type in going and growing and it will take you directly to the blog otherwise you will have to wade through over 300 blog entries and who has time for that nobody so (laughs) take my advice and go ahead and type it in the search bar it's going to be much easier for you i think i will say that to date Of the blogs that we've talked about and recapped, this blog is the one um, that has caused me to have such a perspective shift and change since I wrote it. When I wrote this blog three years ago, had no clue or even thought of a worldwide pandemic happening. And so really in the blog, I was discussing why it's important to go to church and how going to church can grow you, uh, the different great qualities you get from attending church in, purpose, in church in person, pardon me, and also um, how is it important for us as Christians to always not just go to church, but to constantly be in the process of growing in our Christian faith and our knowledge of Christ and our relationship with Him. Um, and so definitely have had a big shift in my thinking since I wrote the blog. I will Bible study brother here. What are your thoughts about virtual church and its role in the church? What are the pros and the cons you can think of? Uh, Pros are for those people that are not physically able to get to church. You can um, give them a a viewpoint to get to church. Obviously you can give them something that still connects them. Um, and it show it extends your reach. Um, and I think that that was all it was invented to do prior to, uh, pandemic stuff happening. Uh, we were talking earlier about how, when I first started preaching versus my last licensing sermon, uh, or where I got the licensing sermon, 
um, that immediately following we were all in virtual church. We were all in virtual church. You preached your licensing sermon. And then that next Sunday, the entire world either did not have church service or they were in virtual church. It happened. The shift happened that quickly. Yeah. Um, so it, it was a lot of stuff. I don't think you get the same impact um, on virtual, especially after these last two years uh, with us moving and searching for a church. Uh, it wasn't until we got to be in the actual church that I was like, oh, this music ain't that bad. It just sounds <laughs> bad over the internet because you can't feel the drums or you can't like feel the music coming loudly as it should or you can't hear all the vocal tones of the person that that's singing because maybe the feed that they're getting ran through is just like, you know, it only has one thing or something on it. I don't know. Right. That's a different aspect of virtual church that people don't really think about. Some churches have big budgets for the latest microphones, you know, the best quality camera and other churches don't. And I know people like to, you know, get super spiritualized and say it doesn't make a difference, but it does. Those things make a difference in how much attention somebody is going to pay. Of course, my thing is always, it's about spiritual, you know, are you preaching a word? Are you teaching a word? Um, when you talked about reach earlier and we think about reach and we, we feel like virtual church is a way to expand the mission field. Typically, especially in these days and age, people want to be engaged mm and you're not reaching for the super saved person. You're reaching for the lost. Now, I know the Lord can do miraculous things, and it doesn't take a great sound production, you know, because these mics we have are not the tippy top of the line. You know, we record over Zoom, so it's not like... So the Lord can do a work in any situation, but you're reaching out to a fallen world. You don't have to become like the world, but you do want to put your best foot forward. So I think a lot of times we can judge your church based on your video quality. Yeah. And the bigger thing is a lot of churches aren't prepared quite yet for Ooh. doing it. Um, outside right. Of Nobody was prepared. I think about even my church. It's like you are being like you said, we did your licensing sermon one Sunday and literally the next Sunday is like, OK, we've been doing church in person. That's done. So come up with a plan. Yeah, people had to like grab webcams and stuff. And I think about, you know, even Michael Todd, his whole thing is examples and he does his examples in, in great ways, bad ways. We're not going to go over that again. But, you know, like. But it's for, to me, not only the people sitting, but the people uh, sitting in the pulpit, or not the pulpit, but in the congregation, but the people at home as well. And I think that it's right. still growing the interactive uh, aspects of that. Um, because a lot of the time, like they'll mention stuff, like you'll see the graphics of, hey, do, uh, do offering here, send in your money and all of these other things, but people are not saying, hey, I need to 
either incentivize you not well not incentivize inspire you is is better right. term because if I say incentivize that sounds like I'm whatever anyway but to come to church to that that you are welcome and we have such archaic thoughts on a lot of this stuff that that's like last year was every old churches in the world uh opportunity to kind of upgrade a little bit yeah and try and figure things out to try and make things more streamlined because so many churches that were fussing about wireless mics like that used to be a thing that old really? churches was yes like <laughs> it because it costs so much on on certain levels and then yeah. the rest of the people was like you know coming from churches that don't have no mics where you just had to yell and pro- right. project your voice you project your say. voice so technology has always been something that's a catch-22 because we get it and we use it somewhat for the old things that we were doing before instead of advancing things to the natural uh, place that they should be, which is to continue building the inspiration to congregate, be together, to go out and testify. Right, and to spread the gospel message to the entire world. I will say, I believe that there was a value in us getting together every Sunday as a church family when I wrote the blog. But now I know for sure there is value. There is a difference in being in a building with believers and then connecting with believers online and I know that for sure now because that's been my my connection point um yes meeting with believers over zoom is better than nothing but I believe there's just a certain there's a certain energy you know what I'm saying that you get when you are all in a room together 2021 was a very challenging year for me and I'm going to tell you how crazy it is. I don't even think I, I'm sure I didn't, I don't know if I told you this example, but just even going over my taxes, um, she was like, did such and such happen in 2021? And I was like, no, I feel like I would know that if that happened, mm-hmm. she was like, oh yeah, it happened. And I'm like, okay, when? <laughs> it was like March and I'm like you know what I wasn't even in my right mind in March so it very well could happen what she said happened actually happened uh-huh. literally had no memory do you hear me so that's just an example of how trash my 2021 <laughs> was like my mind was not in the right place but I, I think So I had all my trauma going on and I was really disconnected from a church family. Like we would meet together on zoom. I want to say I didn't even really attend meetings in 2021. I was just disconnected. (laughs) Like my Christian connection was my immediate family. Chantel. And former church members, they reached out to me throughout 2021 just checking on you you okay you know i love you i'm you know i'm here for you but i was still in a very because you hardly opened your bible 
for it. Uh, hardly. Hardly. Like, I know that I, after, definitely after February, <laughs> uh, I completely and utterly stopped because I was working through the Bible in a year. Oh, I was too. I didn't with my cousin. Yeah. I didn't <laughs> I didn't open that up. I didn't look at it because it was a thing for me to like get up in the morning, ride to work, listen to, you know, two or three days worth. Cause I'm not I the three six five was like too slow for me. I just wanna I'm like trying to get it done. Not even that. It's just like we we can do that. I, I can get more. Like I don't I don't like cliffhangers. That's not something that I was raised to like. I ain't cliffhangers just make me mad. So um oh man, the disconnect that was so readily there and um coming as you are, you know, spent so much time in the bed, like yeah, I'm here. And now I will say twenty twenty I attended virtual church regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, I was teaching Sunday school at virtual church. It was a different level of responsibility for me. Previously, I was teaching Sunday school physically at the church. Church, my Bible, my Sunday school class was not very large. Tamika would faithfully be there on time every Sunday. So typically it would be me and her, you know, just starting off and everybody else would trickle in. But Switch into virtual church where Sunday school was on virtual church and everybody is going to be logging in at the same time. For some reason, folks came on time. (laughs) Virtual Sunday school, which is a blessing, but it added a layer of responsibility to me. Not to say that I wasn't prepared for in-person church, but I felt like I really needed to be prepared for virtual church because the Sunday school class is open to the whole world at this point. You know, anybody can hop on. Um, and the likelihood of anybody hopping on is much greater than me physically being in the church building because it's convenient. And so that was a different challenge and a different slant to church experiences for me. But then when we switched over, like once I left virtual Sunday school and I went to regular church service, it was the time for me to be much more relaxed. I could be on my phone. Uh, service is going on. I'm singing along to the songs. You know what I'm saying? But it's different than if I was in person. Because in person, I would be more engaged. Not saying that I never looked at my phone um, while I was actually in church. Because I would. But not to the degree that I was in no. virtual church. Well, I mean, we did it in, at, at breaking points or at like dead points in you know, sermons or if somebody came up and, you know, we trying to let them use you and it's, it's a prayer time and you, your prayer just, you, you start having a full blown soliloquy conversation with the Lord and you ain't really praying for nobody. And we all kind of uncomfortable, but we can't say we uncomfortable because <laughs> it's your turn at the mic. Um, you know, those were the moments to get on your phone or, or whatever the case right. would be. Versus, like, if I'm just home, you can't look at me. It was almost like um, God wasn't looking at you no more. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and because of that, uh, (laughs) 
you ain't you ain't checking like right you know. and i think so okay so 2020 happened i'm regularly attending church i'm doing uh, virtually i'm regularly attending Sunday school, teaching Sunday school virtually. All these things are going on. 2021 happens, the beginning of the year. We experience all these losses back to back. I will say, after Tamika passed away, I think I did not teach for two Sundays because the first Sunday I was out of town for our uncle's funeral after Tamika passed. And then the next Sunday was Tamika's funeral. So I didn't teach on those two Sundays. Then the next Sunday, the third Sunday back, um, I went ahead and taught. So I only missed two Sundays. Well, then, you know, a couple weeks later, Aunt Linda dies. And then that next week, Uncle Chauncey dies. And it was like, you know what? I need a break. And so I stopped teaching virtual Sunday school and I stopped going to virtual church like how easy would it be for me to click it on and to attend virtual church but it was a block for me not because I didn't love the Lord but because every time I looked up at that screen I just saw my cousin laying up on the altar you know gone and while i rejoice that she is with the lord that is a painful experience that is a traumatic experience and literally i cut my body i can't control you know the way my body will physically react i couldn't do it um and so i went many many months in 2021 with no consistent church life input and i had um, to i i had to have connection um because i mean again being an associate pastor at that point um i didn't there was no choice <laughs> you know but to like at least be involved another thing that i hadn't even realized till you just said that like it would be hard for me to go back to your church currently just me because Correct. the only two times that I've gone were all cousin related. Right. <laughs> the first time that I had like fully been in your church, I think we just like came to, we were checking churches out or whatever. Right. But the second time was it's cuzzo day. Like we had right. cousin shirts and, and all this other stuff. And then I did not come back until, until her wake, until the wake. And like, Man, that it, it's it's so strange to have those kind of memories in places. And right. an excellent sermon that got preached this Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or last Sunday. Whenever y'all get this, it's it's been some Sundays, so you'll have it's to been actually, some it's, Sundays it's Sunday. by the time this drop. <laughs> you you'll have to look for uh this on Church of All Nations Tacoma, uh I can't think of the date. It doesn't matter. I, from what I'm saying, you'll figure it out. So what the sermon was about was the cross. And I've never thought about the cross in this light, right? Mm-hmm. The cross prior to Jesus was used just in terms of crucifixions. Like there was no you know, spiritual, biblical purpose in a cross. 
Right. It's just what they use. The fact, and this is like how redeeming God is in terms of the the, the symbols of things or whatever and why things are are like, you know, what they are. I never think about that. I right. only think about Jesus if I see a cross. I know that's right. Look at that. Like, I don't okay. think about, um, you know, all of the ramifications of that stuff. So when you think about the church house in terms of the connection, I never made the connection point of, you know, people as, as much as I did in these past two years and being in a church place and kind of seeing how people interact. Do new people show up to your church and you just kind of not say something? You know, that's a whole right. new thing for now. And even in our new church, there's been like greeters that kind of speak to us or whatever that have spoken to us. But like I, I filled out a a guest thing and we still ain't got contacted. Hmm. But, you know, I'm like, well, is that a, you know, being in front of people, staying to the end of service, talking to people after service thing? Is it a, you know, you kind of have to know what you're spiritually looking for and asking for in terms of your prayer? Is it something we've learned and gained in this virtual church era of not really being able to connect with people, which I thought would make you more connected because it's easier Maybe for you not to get information? Maybe not, though. We've been so out of practice with being connected to people in general. Mm-hmm. I even think about in my in my line of work as a speech language pathologist, you know how many babies have been born and don't really have interaction with people. And so then when they do have interaction with people, people have masks on their faces and, you know, that's normal for them. But people don't even realize this. Babies are getting robbed of being able to read facial expressions because they're not able to any new people they meet have a mask on their face. And yes, they can interact with their mom and their dad. And that's great. But it and throws that's them off. There's a it level does. of distrust that they have <laughs> because they look and they're like, they immediately know it's not normal. Right. Like I've never like my mom, the persons I'm, uh, I'm protected by don't do that. Yeah. They so don't have that. I should, I think I distrust you. Like I've seen a lot more babies like kind of reach up and grab it, the mask and stuff, and like pull masks down and everything else. Then it's the connecting points of what you need in reality, the reality of the spiritual connections and the presence and energy of God just is different. It's different. It's different. And you know, I was, Saying the point about me not really being at church is because I physically went to church last Sunday. We were supposed to record this episode last week mm-hmm. and I kept getting confirmation after confirmation that I needed to take my physical body to church, which I have physically been in the church um, maybe two times since Tamika passed. And I, it took me a while to get over it. If I don't know how to, I don't know a different way to word it, but like, it's very draining on me. Like, I can't even hear what y'all saying right now. You know, really like. What a release trauma. Right. Like I, I'm here, but I'm not here. Um, And so. But this past Sunday, I was able to be there physically and be there 
mentally at the same time, which is a big deal. I didn't tear them folks' church up, which I thought I could. Like, I could tear this church up. I could flip all these pills. <laughs> but church was really what I needed. I needed that energy. I needed to feel connected to my family because that is my church family. I needed to feel connected to my family again. And I needed the sermon. Like the sermon was right on time. It was a right now word for me. I just have to push past all my feelings of uncomfortableness and my sadness and really get connected again. When I wrote the blog three years ago, I did not ever think that there would be a point in my life where I needed connection to God and I chose not to get it. Like, and I just stepped away from it. And I know, I feel like a lot of people will be like, you know, well, you don't go to church because, you know, your cousins are not your cousin. And that wasn't the point. Tamika loved the Lord. I love the Lord. We love the Lord together and separately. But our connection was so strong and her presence was so strong in my life that places, I don't go places. I used to go without her. Not really. Oh, I just our, can't handle it. We, we've talked and, about that. Like <laughs> right. my, my driving home was hard because I would not only go by um, like, Technically, her old home, your new home, in terms of going straight. Oh, I have to drive by her old house. And then anytime I leave, you do. And then I have to drive by Euler. And Euler is synonymous not with what it is for me. It's synonymous with her, right? Like, and so, and then like on one strip, and that's like every day, and and let alone you know any uh, razor razorback anything. I don't like it. It may have been separate when she was here, but now but it's, it all ain't, it ain't, it's all together, man. Like <laughs> especially Woo Pig Suey in and of itself. I just hear her being. <laughs> but we don't think about the connections, and I think the mental connections between people, whether it's family members, because so many of my Mount Pleasant church members passed while we were in virtual service. Correct. So much life changed. And I think grief is different. Grief is different for everybody. Yeah. I think it might have been easier for me to go back to church in a more immediate fashion if we were all in person all the time. Yeah. We had the perfect excuse. Right. But I had so long to just being myself and do my own thing mm-hmm. that the transition back to regular church is difficult. I think it, it extended that period mm-hmm. that the grief for me is different for everybody. Some people can walk into church the next day after a funeral and it's fine. And that's fine for you, but that ain't who I am. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be this person. And yes, I have loved and lost in life before. I think maybe losing so many people back to back, like ramped everything up to like a, a breaking point level. I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Um, 
And I think, too, because my family loves the Lord so much, everybody that I lost was a member of my Sunday school class. Mm -hmm. We met together every Sunday morning. So I can't think about Jesus without thinking about my family. No, but it's also important in our family and maybe for a lot of people, places hold power. They Um, do. And, and 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 it's not just the place; it's the memory of of said places on top of a million other things. Uh, we've talked about our family trips to Panama City, and how that place is changed now, um, right? For a lot of different reasons, you know, that place went through a whole hurricane. Uh, sure did. Like after we had gone uh, one year on our last big on our, family on our, on our last, last big family vacation. And it went through a hurricane. Sure um, did. And you don't think about the significance of this. Because so many times people just like, you know, especially like when you're younger, they're like, just you just need to get to a church house. Um, but there's so much impactful connections and everything else, memories, how you associate God to other things are based in your church or the places you go with God. And so when you're going there with right. God, you know, your grief is normally separated. So even if you're going to somebody's funeral and your host, your church is hosting it, you're able to, to you know, separate the things right. because of whatever. But with this, when you're when all of the worlds collide, um, your spirituality, your family life, your family memories, the fact that you were rejuvenated in God by going to this church because of how church burnt out you were, um, everything met at a crossroads. We forgot the directions to these crossroads when everything was virtual. Right. Um, because you don't realize like, a hug from Sister Johnson or, or whoever started your week off because she gave you a little bit of uh, a happy spiritual energy. She prayed on you. She was happy to see you. Um, somebody saw you didn't have to call you because they terrible on the phone. It's it's a lot of folks that don't know how to call nobody and don't want to call nobody. They would see you on Sunday and be like, man, I, it is a blessing to see your face. Because your smile is infectious or, or whatever the case may be. And um, it's it's all about connecting with people anyway. You know, these are tools or are but tools to try and enhance, not supplement uh, or replace. And that's, you know, like where we were. We were in a place of, uh, of replacement. God has been gracious to me. I'm thankful that even though... Um, I, I guess I put myself in timeout and like <laughs> in a season of just like leave me alone. <laughs> he still has been gracious to me and I'm grateful for that. Like being in service Sunday made me realize how much I need it, how much I missed it and how important it is. Yes, you can have connection with your church family virtually. And I certainly did, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, I definitely had great connection for with my church family but I think me being out of the practice of attending church my local you know my church home regularly physically in person um 
was a disservice to me. Other people may have a different experience, but I think, um, and other people may be more committed and able to attend to church while they're in their homes, but it was a richer experience for me in person. Yeah. I mean, people have different experiences. The great thing is this is just my walk with Christ. This is just my experience with Christ. It's not yours and it doesn't have to be yours. You can make better choices, you know, or you can have a completely different opinion about it. Um, but I'm telling you what's been beneficial for me. I don't ever want to get that twisted. Um, you know, I, I am passionate about other people sharing their stories and their experiences and their walks with Christ, because I think I learn a lot from it and I grow a lot from it. But I, also at the same time realized that part of my responsibility and what God has called me to do is to share my story and my walk. Cause that's all I got. I don't have yours. Um, and so I can just tell you what my experience with Christ has been. He has been gracious to me. He has been kind to me. He has been loving to me, um, but I've definitely struggled with my I guess accountability and really showing up so I can get what I need to keep moving. And I think that's what it was. um, If you think about it from our perspective of growing up in an era in a black household where the culture is you go to church. Not only do you go to church, especially with our mom, you go to so many different things. (laughs) And so, but that's been our life. And so when you made the choice to find your church, you know, to find your what you needed spiritually. There were so many things that are attached to that. And the thing God gave us over the past two years of, if nothing else, between uh, 2020 and 2021 is perspective. Like perspective that you haven't had to have as a Christian in years. You haven't had to see what it's like to kind of figure out how to start from square one in terms of figuring out how to reach people and talk to people. You had to change the way you spoke to people. You had to think about different walks. It's it's what has enhanced our podcast. We speak from the perspective of our walks as our lives, you know, not their facts to us because it's a fact that I lived and experienced it this way. Right. But what we do it for is to share the fact that testimonies hold power and and you just got to keep talking about these things because there is somebody else out there that walked and felt like you that needs to know, okay, it's okay that I needed a minute. I don't need to be chastised by someone who didn't, who cannot understand that. Can I tell you who chastised me? Ooh. Your mama. Oh, of course. You know, and then I sent you that thing on Instagram where the girl was on the phone with her mama. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, it's like a ring doorbell camera, and she's arguing with her mama about going to church and like, you can't tell me, you know, I ain't saved or whatever. Because like, I don't well, go to she church. said, Who are you to tell me? Yeah, who are you to tell before me? Before she finished <laughs> the statement. And then before she can finish it, like she trying to walk down the steps. I guess it's ice on the steps. Yep. Anyway, she ends up boom, boom, boom. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she put it up, which is the funniest <laughs> thing. 
<laughs> but I had to show it to mama because she like, girl, you need to go to church. And you know, I've had pushes from my friends and other people like, are you going to go to church? Like, yes. And even, you know, the push wasn't necessarily go to your church. But if you, you know, my therapist was like, if you physically can't handle going to your church, just listen to it online. You don't have to. I was like, well, I can't watch the video. I can hear it in the background, but I can't watch the video because I'm going to flip out. <laughs> Stay. It, it was it was a stages thing, like what I could tolerate. Yeah. And part of me is like, should you share that with people? Because I feel like people are going to be like, she's so weak. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, but she got- couldn't. She couldn't. And you could have blocked, you know, Jesus died on the cross. Didn't he die? Yeah, um, but that's the thing we we don't do here is the fact that <laughs> what somebody thinks in terms of that is like what we're trying to dispel. The fact that every walk is different. Now, that don't mean we not using discernment and cosigning like blatant hypocrisy. But in acknowledging on the front end, and this is something we do every time we do this podcast, this might not be spiritually right, but I am placing it to the feet of God. I'm placing well, it. Well, you just preached the word. It's I'm not perfect. That is my thing. Not, I am not perfect. But that's that's what I have to do. I have to show the fact that it is a continual daily thing that I don't get right. Because you will never box me somewhere in, in, or put me in a box to where my mistake somewhere is the only thing you think you can think of me. Right. Um, because we do that so often. You know, you we were going to do a, a, an episode at some point at, at all of these uh, exposés <laughs> on, on certain places. I'm not going to say the name because I'm just wait till we get there. But the thing is... So often Christians are not taking back the power of the fact that I make mistakes. I'm not showing myself to be faultless. That cross that represents all of these things shows who was faultless. It ain't me. Mm. You preaching today. I'm trying to to get there. I'm trying to, you know, do that every day. And that's something else that being separate from the church house was also trying to expose you like this is you. Like this, you like without anybody around, like, are you satisfied with you? Right. Are you okay with this? Like, are you okay with, with being this disconnected from people? And you can tell by the way, everybody's acting. The entire world was like, I'm sick of this. I'm tired of it. I'm done. My church, one of my church models is we can't do life alone. And that's something Tamika, um, (laughs) fault. I'm going to say she fought it valiantly, baby. She'd be like, you know, pastors say you can't do life alone. I shall be one too. <laughs> but really, at the end of her life, she would be, uh, she was a big advocate for y'all. You know, we can't do life alone. And I think I know for sure my separation from my church family and really my family family has shown me that I really can't do life alone. I don't function well alone uh, nobody does even if i'm a i'm very introverted i like be by myself i like be no, I at like home be by myself. <laughs> i like be by myself i like be <laughs> at home 
at this computer, but even in my new job, they won't let me do life alone. Quit chatting me and messaging me. I just won't be quiet, <laughs> girl. <laughs> but we don't have that choice. We don't have that option. We can't do life alone. And I think um, the separation from my church family and just from family in general has shown me just the importance of being connected, you know, and it's not important to just go to church or to watch church virtually, but we need to be growing. Mm -hmm. If we're not growing, we're doing it wrong. We're not, it's just, it's not working. So I will say even in my absence, I've learned a lot. Mm -hmm. I learned how far back I am. Oh man, if like this ain't right. If, this is me. Bro, and if so January I, didn't say we needed people, I don't like that was the whole shock of life was we was all tired of not being around each other by January. Like, <laughs> even though we was, you know, still kind of getting together when we could and and, and you know being a safe. Oh no, possible. let's let's be honest. We got together frequently during the pandemic. No, yeah, but like it was still I feel like we still got together in a and what it was way time. scaled down. That's what we, I'm saying. Like yeah. by January though, when the grief started coming, we was just like mm-hmm. Let's get together. Nah, fam. Like I can't because you know, like virtual church in and of itself, what kind of traumas these last two years have created for people. Like Time moves fast. It does. It does not seem like it's been two years since the world changed. Since the world changed. And not only is it that, there's so much unexpected things going on. Uh, you know what's going on with me. So, like, you'll be, it, it, it gets hard to be in the moment. It gets hard to be in the presence. Because... You got to get in the presence. You got to enjoy. You have to be in the moment because that moment is only there right now. At the time you listen to this podcast, whatever it does for you is there in this moment. You know, it might carry to something else you do. Like we might say something that, you know, hopefully prayerfully helps you. But once that moment is passed, like it's gone, it's gone. And you know, that's something that I think that America, not America, the world has been holding on to after this pandemic stuff. It's like, bruh, there were so many people who, when you went into your quarantine, you came out, you know, your neighborhoods changed. There were people that weren't there anymore. There were jobs that were no longer there. There were places right. like the world changed. And you've had moments where, you know, it's been 10 years and everything stayed the same. Like, you know, this restaurant you knew was going to be open around the clock. Browns, you know, the, 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 we we had a whole buffet place that we like going to that buffets changed, you know, in that regard of, of, of what people do with those like human connection as a whole shifted. So, whew, Lord, man, I going I, and growing. Going I, and growing. It, we've been through a lot. Um, and I am grateful that we get the opportunity to go back and look at these blogs and really just, I mean, three years is a long time. I think that's one thing that's great and it's interesting about these recaps is because your whole everything can be flipped upside down. I think about the girl or the woman that I was when I, I wrote the blog and 
she ain't here no more. <laughs> like, this, not, I don't think you could have told that woman a complete, uh, what, what was coming for you. Like if you oh, would have told no. that, if, if you would have told that woman, that woman wouldn't have left. That woman would have isolated before isolation. Correct. She would have. Like, um, well, maybe not. Because so maybe the only other thing for that me woman to walk was, was do people. But go ahead. My bad. I don't want to try to cut you off. I'm sorry. It's always interesting. <laughs> it's it really it really has been interesting for me to look back and be like, oh girl, that's what you thought then, you know. Don't do this at the end of the podcast, you <laughs> stupid internet. Stupid internet. I think everybody should keep a journal. Y'all don't have to blog and make it pop. Yeah, here, bro. Stupid internet. Okay. Can you see me? Can I, you hear me now? You froze, but the internet is being dumb. And I apologize. It made it through majority of the episode, though. So, and I'll at least give it credit for that. You're still froze. Okay, I don't think that's good. Um, it's my internet. Though. I think it's probably me. Maybe. No, I was moved. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I think you are unfroze. You're. Are you just sitting there still now? Um, but anyway, we appreciate you guys for listening to this episode. Please go to BibleStudyGirl.com where there are Bible, uh, where there are blog posts every day to inspire you. By the time you get done doing this rewatch, I mean, we'll probably be like five, six, seven years behind because, you know, we're just going through these as the blog posts come up and we're going through the whole thing because there are, there's so much value in not only seeing your testimony, but seeing the things around him and remembering that it's not the church that preaches. It's not Zoom that preaches. It's not, you know, the Apple computer that I'm sitting at that preaches, but we preach. And until we meet again, guys, keep preaching. Thanks for your patience and our technical glitches. <laughs>